Initiating update. Three, two, one, go. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Nerd On Update, our weekly show in which we talk about the nerdy news that excited us the most this week. We do not introduce the host. We go right into the news. And I'll start. Yeah. And we also answer Tell questions from it. you, the listeners. Yeah, but yeah. I go into an explanation about that later, so I'm not going to repeat I'm myself. Saying, I'm just saying, <laughs> just saying now you are. <laughs> we, we, um, well, get, get them ready. Get them primed. Get true. them juiced up. True. Every what they, episode what is released. someone's first episode. That's true. Every episode is always person. my first episode. <laughs> <laughs> go I'm ahead, a terrible anyway, person. News. Um, Let's my about news. You. Um, let me take you back. Way back when I was a kid, there was a there was a comic strip. It was in the Sunday paper, and uh, there was also thirties. Back in the thirties, um, when I was they like, called them the funny papers. Back the funny then. papers. Um, there was this little column. It was usually just one, just one cell, and it was usually just like a really quick joke. Uh, it was absurdist. It was awesome. And it was called The Far Side. Yeah. And Gary Larson. Gary, Gary Larson. Um, I love this, this comic series. I had all the books. And yeah. it was just something that I loved. And then he retired. In 1995, he retired because he got burnt out. And he got tired of working on the deadlines. Mm-hmm. And he lost joy in art. Earlier this year, some, some, something happened. And I mean, a lot he, of shit happened. 2020. He introduced... He, he launched a website. And then he um, may or may not have uh, hinted that some new stuff was going to be coming. Oh. And then this past week, after 25 years, he posted new Farside comics. Um, <gasps> what I loved about it as I was reading his story about getting in, getting back into digi- uh, getting back into art was that he got fed up with working with, he called it his clogged pen. His pen kept clogging, which I think is fascinating that he draws with a pen, period. Um, but he just wasn't enjoying art. And he bit the bullet and he bought a tablet. And he started oh. working with a tablet. And he said that it invigorated his joy of art. And so when you view the new stuff, you can definitely tell that it's not, of course, it's not like the old stuff. But I'm, I'm still completely his, unfamiliar with this. Huh? I'm completely unfamiliar with this at Farside or really. This oh man, stuff. so, so good. It feels like it's something really cool. But sell, sell what? What? What were the comics kind of comprised of? They were usually. Um, I mean, a classic one is kind of like it was silly scenarios. Like, so one of them was one of my favorites. Was it's a group of cheetahs, and they're talking. They're just sitting there talking around a tree, and one of them is like, "Well, it, it looks like I'm about topping out at 50 miles per hour." And then the thing at the bottom is slow cheetahs anonymous. Like it's just oh, okay. really stupid <laughs> it's that kind of stuff. Okay. scenarios or it's bears cool. eating hunters. Uh, one of the new ones that he um, released was this guy is hailing a taxidermist instead of a taxi. Like, mm. and there's a truck driving by that like it, is a taxidermist. Okay. It's just silly it's, it's, stuff like it's, that. It's where all the political memes now come from. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's cool. That's awesome. Uh, um, but just, he had his, he had his, um, he had kind of his normal characters, so to speak, that you would see almost all the time. 
Um, he had his bears and it, it was just, a, it was something that I just really loved. And I, I do like that. He's like, now listen, I, I'm not saying that I'm back. I'm just experimenting. I'm having fun. We're going to see what happens. Let me do the thing. Yeah. Let me, yeah. I'm just, it's nice to just enjoy art again, which is, I think it's great. I'm, I'm excited about it. Uh, it was yeah, really I'm, neat to I'm see pretty, some new. I'm pretty pumped. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that is my news. Next. Mm. Um, Mine is something I'm very excited about. <clears throat> it's no, nothing. It's nothing based in in concrete. Uh, anything is going to happen from it. But Janelle Monae has expressed her desire to play Storm in the MCU uh, <gasps> when the X Men come around. This is very exciting. I think that, yes. I think that would be a lot of fun. Her I- idea is that uh, in her perfect scenario, as she as she states, like this is a left field stretch kind of thing. If Storm was in Black Panther 2, that's where she'd want to make the debut. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is how oh. Simu Liu got into uh, Shang-Chi. He put it out there into the universe. Yeah. And he said, yo, Marvel, when are we going to make this happen? <laughs> and then they announced it like he was, he's going to be the guy. Yeah. So, like, she's she's put it out there. And, and over the last, you know, I used to listen to her music back in the day. And then seeing her become uh, the amazing actor that she is now. Uh, it, it would be a, a, a fantastic cast. In my heart, it's always been Naomi Harris. Mm. Uh, that's been my 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 wish ever since I saw her in, in Pirates of the Caribbean uh, okay. as Calypso. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. But uh, this is this is a, an exciting uh, prospect, and the fact that she's expressing interest and uh, you know so early on, I I know we they've said no X Men for at least five years. But uh, I don't know if this this break is going to change anything. What people need, what people want, get people in the seats, kind of thing. I'm fine with waiting. However, her and Chadwick are the same age, uh, so it is kind of a perfect matchup. Go ahead, Tom. I, what are you saying? I, I will. I mean, they are Kevin. also stupid. Um, they were like, "We're going to make an Inhumans movie." Ah, actually, an Inhuman show that we're just going to forget about. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, we will have some kind of connection with the TV shows. Ah, never mind. We just don't like Jeff Loeb. <laughs> oh, we're <laughs> ah. like, there's a lot of, oh, we want this. But it's like, yeah, but you also said Black Widow is going to come out two months ago, but it didn't. So, I mean, like, mm-hmm. they can't really plan as much as they think they can plan. I, 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 I don't want to sound like I'm always shitting on them, but it's like amazing things can happen. And like beyond their idea, like if they see that Black Panther does so well and it's highly rumored that it's going to be called Clash of Kings and Namor the Submariner who is a fucking mutant. Yeah. Um, And they're like, we need the mutants now. They're not going to say no. Yeah. That's I mean, money that they're leaving on the table. And like everyone's going to be like, why did you buy Fox if you weren't going to do this? I, like I said, yeah. I, my, my dream casting is Naomi. Her age is the same as Chadwick and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I think she's a amazing actor uh but if they went with janelle i wouldn't be upset either i think yeah. either of those uh as storm especially seeing especially seeing storm in a black panther movie would be very very exciting i mean it, it'd be really interesting i don't know if you saw on twitter but jonathan hickman um had a zoom call meeting with all the people talking about what they're going to do with the x-men mm-hmm. and with kevin feige um being now the head of marvel um in general like he knows what that meeting happened. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's definitely probably taking notes of what Jonathan Hickman is going to do with the, the X-Men to, be going, to yeah. bring it into the MCU. So, who knows? 
And for those of you who don't know, the reason it's exciting for Black Panther is that in the comics, they get murdered. They're married and and in love. They Um, end up replacing Reed Richards and Susan Storm in the Fantastic Four for a little while. I did not know that. Wow. It's really cool. It's after Civil War because Reed takes Iron Man's side and Susan takes Cap's side, and then they go to marriage counseling. (laughs) Huh. And so you have Black Panther and Storm part of the Fantastic Four. Real life kids. That's cool. Uh, Anyway, that's my news. I hope it happens. Uh, Kaylin, or you want me? You. Okay. So, um, obviously, in the DC Boy, there's a lot of DC shit happening. Wow, um, you have to say it the English. right way, Tommy. I understood. I'm, I'm the confused. one that made it. You don't tell me how I get to say it. <laughs> I speak my truth. Don't silence me. Anyways, uh, DC wow, Boy yeah. out here. Um, <laughs> um, so, there's something that Kim's going to talk about, but there's something I'm going to talk about. Matt Reeves is apparently going to do a Gotham PD show on HBO Max. And I want to talk about that real quick because Gotham, the TV show for Fox, um, is something that I wasn't really a big fan of, but a lot of people really love it. And I think no one takes it away from that. It is based off of, quote unquote, Greg Rucka's work of Gotham Central. I think that's the Kong book, where it is Gordon and uh, the rest of the Gotham PD who work in a Gotham city that is never going to be purified and everyone is always going to be corrupt and they have no way to stop the crime and Batman probably makes an appearance by being like a shadow at night like in an alleyway and that's a wraith and then what Greg Rucka pretty much thinks is that Fox executives were like cool we spent all this money on this IP can we do it and the executives were like wait so I don't see Batman and then they (laughs) made the show about young Batman Um, and uh, Gotham PD what I think is going to be doing, and I hope hope it's going to be, is the show that I wanted it to be, where it's Gordon and the rest of the police can't fight the mob who are seeing all these things happen, and Batman is around. And I hope that it's concurrent with his idea of the Batman film that he's going to do with uh, Robert Pattinson, because I would like that Batman is a force, but Gordon and Bullock and Montoya are more of the characters involved, and... Um, you see that, you know, why the Batman is so necessary. But there are, are rules of Gotham. Like, you only go to the, the Iceberg Lounge. And anyways, so that's one small thing. <laughs> but the more important thing that I want to talk about, and this is why, like, DC Boy, but also Film Boy, and these are the, the struggles I deal with in my life, is comic books and movies and filmmaking. And at the heart, I am the filmmaker more than the comic book lover. Um, so Zendaya, um, or Zendaya. Zendaya, Zendaya, whichever, uh, wherever part of the pond you, you speak from, um, spoke to Euphoria um, showrunner and made a film in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic. And that was huge news. I think it's the, I think to me it's the biggest news um, right now because they went out of their way and made the secret film without any type of sanction and under, and, and, and studio backing to say that this is how we can make a film. And they did everything in their power to make sure it was safe as hell. Like, I think the Mm -hmm. cast, the crew was 12 people. Um, They went, they took an Airbnb out in the middle of nowhere. Everyone quarantined for a month prior and a month after. They got their test before they started shooting. Everyone um, rented out little, I think they had like little villas and stuff like that. Um, But the specifics, um, the showrunner, is um, uh, Sam Levinson, um, and the film is called Malcolm and Marie, and it, uh, also stars John David Washington, who's going to be in Tenet. Um, 
but it pretty much uh, is like a marriage story. So like, how can, um, you know, again, it, it, the it's kind of like what Jeff Neway said about Famous, where the story about making the film might be more uh, interesting, interesting than the actual the film. film. Um, but yeah, they um, they had uh, no touching. They enforced temperature checks at the beginning and end of every day. Um, they um, never had more than one person in a room at the same time. Um, and it, it's, it's, I think pretty cool, um, to see that, um, the indie world thrives in a place where, um, the industry doesn't. And that is kind of the point of the industry. Josh, you have fingers pointing up. I don't know if you're trying to well, say I, something. Well, I do, but I was going to let you finish your thing. I was just. Well, well now you've interrupted me. Go ahead. <laughs> Josh is sound engineering it. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, I, I, I've seen a lot of that. Uh, in my own career, I've in the past like month or so, I've mixed three films of like indie films that are making films during this time, which is and the the precaut like listening to them tell me how they were able to do it and the precautions that they had to follow in order to be able to do it and stay safe and all that kind of stuff. I think it's it's really it's fascinating. I think. Yeah, I mean. I was just going to say, because it's it, it, I think it's a challenge to when you're limited like that, you in terms of how you write the narrative, you know, you it's just it's one person or two people at most. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you have to be very careful with it. And I think that's the interesting thing, because um, from where I get my information of where the industry is at with everything, um, I get news from like a kind of a network perspective. And if they're still struggling to figure out what they're going to be doing, then, you know, it's we're not going to be seeing production go on for a really long time. Um, and I think right now, like, Jurassic World in New Zealand is one of the first films to, like, get, like, permission to do it. But even then, like, recently after that, like, someone was diagnosed with, had tested positive for COVID. So it's like, yep. how are you going to do this? How do you move such big things? And I think that's the crazy thing right now, what people are finding, realizing, like when you strip away a lot of the niceties of the world, you do kind of rely on the arts and filmmaking and uh, music and TV. And so people who are, yeah, people who are trying, who are figuring it out um, are the ones who are going to be like the championing people. Yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy. There's a lot of like wonderful, crazy miracles that are being made right now in the midst of all of this. So Uh, that's, that's my news. Kaylin. With hell. So, back in May, Ruby Rose mm. kind of surprised people because she quit Batwoman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody was kind of like, oh my God, mm. what, what, the what? Josh is wearing a Batwoman shirt right now. Um, but they found a new actress. Mm-hmm. It is Javicia Leslie. Um, she is going to be the very first black Batwoman yeah. who is also bi. Which is dope. Um, and she, she's, it, it, it's very cool to see, uh, she's going to be coming in and playing as uh, Ryan Wilder, who is the uh, likable, messy, little goofy and untamed character who's going to take over from Kate Kane. Uh, and it's the only reason that I, I was aware of this news is actually thanks to Capeless. Um, but when I saw that, I was like, oh, so that's who got it. <laughs> because... Uh, for, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, I'm also a voice actress and I've been dipping my toe into on-camera stuff. And, um, 
most of the stuff that comes uh, because I'm newer to that world that comes across my uh, uh, my lap for things I can submit to or audition for are kind of like smaller beans, like commercials and you know dead body NCIS whatever. Um, but this was the first time I I like saw it was DC and was like, oh, what's the show? It's Batwoman. Who is who are you gonna be? Batwoman. <laughs> <laughs> like when I read the description for for who the character was gonna be, I was like, oh, oh, that's a little that's a little bit of me. I could all right. So I went, I only got so far as like submitting a headshot and everything, but like that was the first time that it was like, oh, oh, you could kind of you could go out for things like this. Um, but I will say that like I feel like I, of course, I've done a little lurking on Javicia at this point, and I feel like she is a, a great choice, and I'm very excited to see. But but that audition or that uh, submission process started only like I saw that pop up like two weeks ago. So this is a fresh choice. <laughs> That's awesome. Like very I'm, fresh. And it's cool because I think for me, like I think because of Wonder Woman, um, DC live action stuff has really started embracing the fact that like, and you know, you can call it like a phase or something, but uh, f- female females in film and the future is female mentality. Mm-hmm. Because um, even with that talk, um, you know, with Michael Keaton coming back as mm-hmm. Batman for Flashpoint, a lot of people are guessing that they're prepping for a Batman Beyond. But a lot of people are thinking because there was a Batgirl film still on the slate that it might be a Batgirl Beyond um, that replaces a Terry McGinnis. And I was like, that's a very interesting take. Um, And it'd be something that I have no experience in. And I wouldn't be mad. And I actually would prefer that. So they leave it alone and let me do it because I could just do it. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm a little selfish. But no, it's, it's really cool to think like... Um, I recently Warner Brothers has been putting a lot of YouTube videos of their old documentaries that you can get on DC Universe but one of it was like the origins of DC Comics and Denny O'Neill who recently passed away said the only reason DC Comics um, prevails is because it's allowed to grow that people don't hold on to it and gatekeep it and be like Batman's Mm -hmm. this way Batwoman's this way and it grows and and the thing that I love with Batwoman she was almost created just to stop the um legislation bullshit garbage people who are saying that batman is gay with robin um and so they gave they gave batman batwoman oh. so he can get married to her and then hmm. she's been allowed to evolve into the cousin of bruce wayne who is um who's bi which i think is wonderful because there are characters who are like harley and wonder woman who just say like, love is love like there's not a gender that's attached to it um yeah. but having batwoman be there it's like Oh, everything you know about Batman is nothing what this character is. Right. And I think that's really cool. So, yeah, but that was that was a, a sort of a personal news slash like getting to see it pop up, and I'm like way more thrilled that that's like the end result because that's like groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's really cool. Um, but it was just neat to have like the tiniest sliver of uh, a direct contact with that uh kind yeah. of process it, it means it means keep going baby it means keep going yeah, who knows i'll find i'll find w- like, i'll find you something in that when i get I, there honestly when I get there. if i was gonna be a superhero i want to be power girl i know so but, bad i want to be power girl so bad 
I got to get a little more buff for that. I I'd, feel I'd, like I'd for want my you... personal of what I want Power Girl to be. I want to get a little bit more, you know, like toned. If I had the choice, I'd I'd probably put you as Big Bardo, though. Uh, I could see it. Yeah, I take I take me. Big Bardo. I mean, I'm I'm not. You're gonna take what I get you, okay? Wow, take what I get you. If I get you, so. I'm like, hey, this Questions. is it. This is the one. Questions now. Questions. <laughs> All right, and like we said at the beginning. The next part of our show in which we answer questions from you, <laughs> uh, the people. And you can send your questions to questions at nerdon.tv or there is that fun little form that is nerdon.io backslash questions. You also can join our Discord, nerdon.io backslash Discord, and there are servers there where you can submit questions. And if you are a member of the Nerdon Nation, you get what we call a Nerdon Nudge to the front of the line and have your questions be priority for us. And... You could just slip and slide in my DMs. <laughs> Specifically wow. Tom's DMs. Not to ask questions, just do it. Yeah. Just, just be Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 <laughs> no I get that. Slip and slide on in there. Give, send him a little eggplant and a yeah. little sweat emoji. Yeah, yeah, Yes. But, you know, you can ask questions like, uh, Jackie asks, what is your favorite fruit? <gasps> Nectarines. <laughs> they're my favorite. They're my Wait. favorite of all time. <laughs> they're only here for a moment, but... I think nectarines are the greatest fruit ever to exist. That are blackberries, but berries are they're fruit, I guess. Yeah, the berries. They're, they're but, fruit. That's, but that's a hard question. My, There's a lot of fruit. Nectarine is my top top, and then blackberries would be my second. I can't resist blackberries. Caitlin? Black cherries. Black cherries. Okay. Black cherries. Sounds I, like black I, cherry like, soda. I had, an, I had an existential crisis for a moment because I said strawberries, but like... Black cherries. I've I've been in some situations where Dana, I ate Dana's so a, many black cherries that like yeah. my mouth was dyed yeah. another color yeah. for a while. Dana's a cherry gal. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're like just, California so is also good. great for cherries. Like just having yeah. the, the people who are on the street like two pounds for a dollar. Like oh. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we are the, we are That's the same. How I feel in this about the, the blackberries and blueberries when you drive by. They're there. It's like oh my god. I'll take a thousand, please. A thousand please. blackberries. Yes, please. How Thank many friends you. are coming over? Two? Here's five million. <laughs> yes. Uh, Josh, what's yours, baby? Um banana. I like a banana. Good, and I don't want Potassium. it. To, I don't want it to be I bananas are very specific for me in terms I don't want there to be any black on them. And I don't want mm. it to be too uh green. Oh. Uh, like in the perfect like it's like that perfect ripeness. You want a perfect banana. For some reason, bananas once they go like they've got a little bit of bruising. Like I'm not interested. They bruise for no reason. I don't like the, smooth, I don't like bruise for existing. And nothing less. I don't just like means the taste. There's more it, sugar there, huh? It usually just means that there's more sugar there. Yeah, yeah. That's how uh, you they're want. good for banana want, bread, though. Yeah, I was like, that's they how you are. want it for the cakes. Oh yeah, you just get them like, where they're like got some snail trail and mango. Oh, okay. I right. believe, and I could be just totally read this wrong. Back in the day, long time ago, uh, I read somewhere that bananas are the only food that you could kind of eat for every meal, and you could it has enough in it that it would be okay. You could yeah. you could sustain yourself off bananas alone. Wow, uh, hmm. bananas uh-huh. and water. For me, and a mangoes. Fruit. I want to though. <laughs> um, if you had to, you could do it though. Survival I think, situation. I think uh, if you get stranded on Banana Island, <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to do go. it. But I wouldn't be thrilled. Um, no, that's fair. Favorite fruit? You know what? Like, what? and this is like because I was thinking about like what 
Because I was thinking like, oh, this is good for like toppings and this is good for like this kind of dessert thingy. But it's like if I were to have just one fruit forever. Uh-huh. Jackfruit. Yeah. Probably pineapple. Yeah, Ooh. pineapple's a good uh, one. I love a pineapple. You burn your mouth don't, if don't, you eat don't too much. Don't grimace, Josh. Go Oof. fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. isn't it weird that when you eat a pineapple, it tries to eat you? Yeah. Yeah. Is that, like is that the- because it's a bacteria or some of that? No, just no, the, acids the citric from acid from the fruit oh, starts breaking. The, the, yeah, the acid. I, I the like, acid in the pineapple will start to like eat your mouth. I like and it, then it on, burns to eat it. I like it what? when a pizza's on it. I like it when there's it's on oh, yeah. pizza. I'm kidding. Uh, wait, when wait, a wait. Pizza's on no. it. When you cut tiny slices <laughs> Tom, of pizza and put it on top this of slices of pizza. This is that picture you in our Discord. What's so up? you can so if you take a pineapple, blend it up, skin and all, like don't cut it up first, blend it, just chop it and put it in a blender. Uh you can actually, till it gets to this puree, you can leave steaks in them for an hour and the enzymes from the pineapple will start to break down the meat on the outside and become this like brine of, of a certain type, but it makes really nice. tender steaks. Nice. Uh, well, that, this, that's why you eat it with meat because it yeah. helps you digest the proteins and stuff so like you that. leave it in Whoa. the in the acid for in the pineapple acid essentially for like hour, two hours, take it out, rinse all the pineapple off and then immediately cook it. I love and if you, it becomes like a filet mignon. Yeah. If you okay. like take all the the context out of that, you're like, yeah, I like to give my steak an acid bath before I cook yeah, it. Yeah, I do. <laughs> it's a brine. It's a brine. I do. Um, I, I've done a pickle brine, and that was great. Or anyways, I guess a but, marinade or whatever. You but I've also yeah. had really great pineapple burgers, and those have been phenomenal. Like yeah. it's the one Teriyaki kind of fruit, burgers with the pineapple yeah, like, on it. Ooh. Like it's the one oh, kind of fruit that's like like a, a kind burger of, with a pineapple on top in of it. it. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. I but thought like, you were just like, I grill it, and then it's like a burger. Yo, I go to SpongeBob's house, and I say, I'm going to blow good. your house down, and then I eat them. Grilled oh, pineapple ain't nothing wrong with You eat the sponge? Yeah. I do. I we're everything. taking some left turns here. Anyway. Anyways, but yeah, pineapple is my boy. Um, <laughs> I like pineapple, and pineapple juice is great. Anyway, so um, pineapples. Pineapple banana juice is one of my favorites, by the way. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. A little orange in there. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right, next question. Next question comes from Mitchell. What makes you like or want to play D&D or games of the same nature? Oh, Go ahead, boy. Corey. Good question. That's a, that's, that's a like, you want to, <laughs> you ask a D&D question, you get a D&D length answer. Uh, the honest, the, like the simplest way I could put it is choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a game that is only limited by your imagination or your DMs, you know, decisions. Uh, but it honestly is like, if you've ever played any sort of RPG game on a computer or a computer or, or, or a console where you can design your own person, it's an open world. It's that to the max. It's you can literally become this character, uh, you know, casting spells, doing whatever. You're talking to people throughout town. It's like the ultimate RPG game. Caitlin, it's like grown up make believe. It's the best thing ever. You, yeah. you lose that as a kid because you're kind of like shamed out of it because you're like, oh, you can't run around and say you're talking to, you know, Mr. Bubbles, the purple zebra. Like, that's not real. Get Don't out of do my that. Head. But then in D&D, like, you're like, okay, you're <laughs> speaking to Gerald the gnome who lives over here. And like, you have a full conversation, but it's like a table full of people who yeah. are deciding, like, I'm going to play make believe with you and we're just gonna and not figure even, out what not happens. even it doesn't even have to be limited to adults like i you right. can have kids, kids the table as and like, well. like it's an it's an it's an it's a basically an unspoken agreement that everyone is just gonna let loose for a while and 
right kind of disconnect yeah. and and be within this bubble for the next two to four hours and just like have fun yeah no matter it, the age well, I, I i put adult with it because it's it's kind of like Kids are already doing that, right? And yeah, no, I got like, what you meant. Not to say that they can't, you know, join or whatever, but it, it, it's more that. of like a there. There's not many other things I can think of that are so like you're going all the way with playing make believe. Yeah, and I feel like there's like even when I say it, it feels like there's some sort of negative connotation on it, uh, because of how intensely deep people get into this stuff. Same, oh, yeah. same kind of thing happens with LARPing and all of that kind of stuff. Um, but it's just fun. Like you break reality for a little while. It's it's so much deeper immersion than even a video game can provide you. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Josh, it's the community aspect. I like the, um, mm. you know, getting together with friends and doing this doing this thing that, I mean, for the reasons that have already been said, but it is just that community factor of like togetherness to do this fun thing. I think, yes. um, I mean, especially as an, I mean, yes, uh, it's, it's not, um, it's not limited to age, but it is cool as adults to have something like this to come together and play and uh, escape from life, so to speak, and commune doing this, this fun thing. Um, for me is, you know, it, it, to the specificity of Corey saying like it's choice to a T or choice unlimited. Um, it's when I'm playing a video game, there are things where it's like, but I want to do it this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it's like, I want to say it, but fuck this guy. I'm not looking for peace. Like yeah. I can get away with those things. And I don't give a shit. Like if the NPC yeah. characters get mad at me or anything like that, like um, I get to, and to me, it's a little bit of like the imagination, but also that there is a sense of direction and storytelling that yeah. goes on with it. So like people can be like, okay, this is what's going to happen. And I was like, cool, I'm going to destroy everything. Like, you can yep. do that. You're allowed to break everything mm-hmm. if you want to. And you kind of put everyone on their toes of like, oh, shit, what the fuck are we going to do? And then yeah. also mm-hmm. you can have fun and be like, I'm going to have this character go through a developmental arc and be like, he's going to run away from this fight because this happened to him. He's yeah. traumatized. And then when we get to the final boss, then he comes back and he fights him and he's gone through this development arc. It's great. So, I uh, like, so for instance, and, it, and a lot of it does come down to your DM as well. And how open they are to like letting you achieve the things you want to achieve, no matter no matter how kind of like crazy they are. For example, the last time I played, we were attacked by this giant frog on the back of this like chicken rat like griffin thing. And the minute it jumped off, my turn came around and I was like, okay, well, I have this food. Can I try to distract the big chicken bird rat thing with the food? And the DM was like, roll for this. And I rolled and I succeeded. And he was like, okay. And I was like, okay, now that it's distracted, I want to hop on it. And he was like, uh, yeah, okay. And like immediately worked out what I'd have to roll for it to happen. He's like, all right, you can roll this, but it's going to be pretty high. And I get it and I get to get on this thing. And like, I start riding it around and then I turn into a T-Rex. So the, it's just uh. like, it's, <laughs> it's a matter of, of not, it's, you really have to let your inhibitions go and just be like, it's okay to be wild and, and try things. And also yeah. there isn't a hard rule system. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing about a lot of games Discretion. that I think becomes, that's the word I was trying to think. Beca- becomes daunting for people. It's like, Oh my God, I don't know how to play. And it's like, you're, this is the one game that you could literally jump in at any time and not know how to yeah. play. And, it's, and then everyone communally teaches you. 
Yeah, and it's so. it's cool because like even if you do play something wrong, like there's been rules that I've read wrong and I was doing something in game, the next week I come back and I can just be like, hey guys, I was doing this wrong. This is how it's supposed to work. So moving forward, that's how I'm going to do that. And everyone's like, cool, yeah. yeah. We're all yeah. learning. It's totally fine. Doesn't ruin the game. For, then we're going to go, oh, let's go back. Let's try that again. Yeah, no, you no, just no, go, no, no. that's cool. It's part of the story. Now we know. Let's move on. Uh, you know, or or the DM even was like, you know what? I underestimate how powerful you guys are yeah. for this fight. Uh, so next week I'm gonna I'll make sure it's a little harder. And it's my like, character cool. is like OP as fuck. Yeah. Um. Next question. He's not. Well, last question. Last question comes from Spencer. Would you rather have Shout a out. Pokemon or Digimon mm. partner, and why? Mm. <laughs> oh. Pokemon. Oh man, Tom, what are you gonna do? I already know the answer. Go ahead. A Digimon. Oh, okay. Why? Before he even said because it. Because two things. Digimon, Pokemon are great, and to live with Pokemon are great. Um, but really something that fucked me up was something that Caitlin's been on, Death Battle. Um, yeah. Death Battle had Charizard versus an Agumon. And an Agumon is a Digimon, so it's like, you know, it's Digimon counterpart. And it can go from a little baby boy to a little dinosaur boy to a giant dinosaur boy to a giant dragon slayer dragon. Um, so it has like several forms, but at, it doesn't stay at one form forever. It doesn't have the Darwinian, like it evolves and it stays that way. It goes back to uh, a baby after the end of the battle. So one, easier to keep around. Two, I could put into a Digivice and I could go to the digital world if I want to do that. Three, it speaks English with me. Four, <laughs> four five, whatever. Um, the reason, so at the end of the day, the Digimon ended up beating the battle. Um, and it was like, but why? And then to me, I'm like, my childhood. Why can't you? Anyways, the reason <laughs> is because um, the the Ash is a is a is an outlier. But most trainers um, keep their Pokemon in their Pokeballs, so your relationship with them don't grow as fast as a living thing that s- doesn't stay in your Digivice. It like lives with you. It eats the food that you eat, um, and it interacts mm. with the world that you interact with. Um, and so Digimon have always been, and then Digimon did the I'm going to combine with my my boy way before Pokemon <laughs> did, which was like I can combine with the Digimon, <laughs> like it was it was almost everything. I was like, that's why I I I I feel like I love Pokemon more, but Digimon is a better well made show or well made universe. Like it has real rules. Hmm. Um, so Digimon for me. That's fair. Uh, um. Yeah, Pokemon. <laughs> but it would have to like I would just love an Alakazam to just chill with, because I feel like I can see you guys hanging on the couch psychically. The show together, we could communicate at yeah. some for, to some degree. Uh, Alakazam has just always been my jam. Yeah, well, at, uh, a chill dude with a beard. Yeah, <laughs> all forms: Abracadabra and Even Alakazam. Your Pokemon is a chill dude with a beard. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad he it's doesn't have Weezing the Bong Man. Um, but yeah it's it would just be awesome and it'd be so cool this is uh he'd get uh, me to meditate which i really need to start doing this is a a flawed criticism but for me pokemon is always like more of a pet instead of a partner no Uh, that's why i choose alakazam you can make it a partner if you choose to but a majority of people don't in the pokemon universe i think it's i think it's part of the reason i chose alakazam maybe is he seems the least more anthropomorphic pet like one that I could think of. He's a kangaroo man. See, he looks well. Kangaskhan is. 
I would have True. a Mew. Sure. A fetus? A little baby a Mew. fetus. Yep. Because, like, I don't know. I, don't, I, I feel like they, they've they got the jokes. They're, they can, they're, they kind of act like a cat. Like, they can go off and do their own thing, but we could still, like, hang out and be buds. Um, you know, they, they're uh, cognizant enough to take care of themselves, but, you know, we'd, we'd still be buds. We'd still train together. Um, yeah, I, I think that would probably be my choice. I mean, my you, favorite Pokemon of all time is, like, Ninetales, but, like, either choice. way. You should watch uh, the, the YouTube Pokemon series. Um, they the, go about all, one? uh, I forget what it's called, but it's all about the Alola, but then, like, they have, like, where gym leaders are going out into the wild and training with their Pokemon. Like really oh, yeah. training, they're, not just they're doing fighting. that. They're doing that. Um, there's like Twilight. Oh my god. Yeah, that's what's called Twilight. Twilight Wings or something. Oh like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the one that's coming out it's right really now. Good. No, it's going. It's been going out. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said it's coming up, but no. Um, but also no, going out. I was gonna in, say currently. I can have a Gatomon who becomes an Angewomon. Oh my god. All right. That's Josh, like that's a yours? super that's a super wee, but Josh? like Padawan's super cute. Anyways, go ahead, Josh. Mm-hmm. Mine would be Digimon. Um, pretty much the same the same reasons as Tom, but specifically the ability to evolve, impress Jeff Nimoy, to change by bringing it and in, plus yeah. Jeff Nimoy. Um, no, just to be Nimoy able senpai, to Senpai, notice me. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's my to answer. Evolve, to wait, to digivolve and then do what? To digivolve or to unevolve? You know, like yeah. it's like it it's, has some. It's fluidity. not trapped in a <laughs> in a ball of cuteness. Yeah, um, it, it, it's great. The ball it's great. Can stay. And then also, it's like, okay, hey man, there's something wrong with my computer. Did you buy into my computer? Go fix that <laughs> shit and then come out. You know what I mean? Like, wow. There, there, there's that cool thing. You just IT for the tech and support. a partner. But wow. then they come out and they evolve and then they're an angel woman and they're hot and sexy. But it's like, hey, I need nope. to go fly. All right, you take it. Nope. Anyway, That's, all right. Well, this has wow. been the uh, Spencer. The thank you so update. much. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you enjoyed. Josh- <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody, for sending us your questions. Uh, as we have said in the past, and will always say, we appreciate your questions and love answering them. Uh, do stop by, rate, and review us wherever you listen. Uh, check out our YouTube. Check out our Twitch. Check out all of that good stuff. We're all over the place. We're making content all the time. Um, but yeah, check out the uh, Nerd On Nation. Um, NerdOn.io backslash Patreon. Huh? <laughs> What? He just goes, please. Uh, it does allow us to grow. There's a lot that we have to think about as we uh, continue to create content. And it helps to have members of the Nerd On Nation to be uh, a part of the journey. Uh, share us with your friends and your family. All of that good and stuff. And your rivals. And your, and your what? And if your you rivals. Like it, share and your rivals. rivals. I thought you said and rebels pe- and I was like, no. And share yeah, with people who, who preferred Beyblades or, yeah. or, uh, or Metabots. Over Pokemon wow. Digimon, wow. or Yu-Gi-Oh, or Bakugan, or Beast all, Wars. The, all the other things that you catch that you, yeah. <laughs> Another Jeff Nimoy awesome. bit. Well, everybody at home, you know the drill. As always, nerd, nerd on. on.